for the Daily Princetonian, I'm Vitus LaRue. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we cover an increase in gastrointestinal illness on campus, Tiger Confessions data, Eli Lilly reducing insulin costs, and the results of the Nigerian election held this weekend. It's Thursday, March 2nd. Yesterday, students received an email from University Health Services to warn them about an increase in gastrointestinal illness, also known as GI, on campus. Symptoms of GI exhibited by students include nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea. While the source of the GI issues that students have been experiencing, quote, cannot be determined with certainty, the university speculates that the increase in illness is caused by a virus and is not believed to have, quote, originated within campus dining facilities. The university recommends frequent hand washing and avoiding sharing food while the increase is ongoing. Tiger Confessions is a Facebook group where Princeton students can share anonymously about their life on campus. I spoke with the Daily Princetonian's data team, who delved into the user data and uncovered trends in campus discourse. My name is Suthi, and I'm an assistant data editor. My name is Grace, and I'm a data writer. So what is Tiger Confessions? So Tiger Confessions is a Facebook um, private group that in which students can basically post confessions. Like anything that they want, they fill out a Google form, and then the moderator of the group will post the confession on the page. And all the confessions are public online. Cool. So topics of conversation, how do they change during COVID? Um, so I think the ma- most major trend that we noticed during COVID was the number of confessions like themselves um, tended to spike up. So a lot of people were using Tiger Confessions a lot more during COVID versus um, as like as lockdown kind of ended, um, the number of confessions on Tiger Confessions went down. Yeah, and it was higher during COVID than it was just before COVID as well. So that was the big thing. And people also obviously talked about COVID more um, as well as like things that happened during COVID that were sort of related to COVID, like the like USG trying to make things pasty fail. People are talking about that a lot. Yeah, I thought it was also very interesting that the use of the word coronavirus um, was a lot higher in the beginning of, um, I think, March 2020, like during like early COVID. And then like that, the use of that word fall, like fell as the use of the word COVID kind of rose. Um, so like the use of different words to describe COVID over time was very interesting. Yesterday, pharmaceutical company Eli Lilly announced that it will reduce the price of its most prescribed insulin, Humalog, and the, another insulin variety, Humalin, by 70% starting in October. It will also make the price of its authorized generic variant of Humalog $25, down from its current price of $44 to nearly $100. Between now and October, Eli Lilly will place an immediate cap of $35 in out-of-pocket cost on insulin for those not covered by Medicare. This $35 cap mirrors a cap of the same amount that the federal government implemented for patients on Medicare in January. President Joe Biden brought up this cap during his State of the Union address, where he called for insulin to be capped at $35 in out-of-pocket costs for everyone. In international news, former government of Lagos, Bola Ahmed Tinubu, won the Nigerian elections, taking 36% of the country's vote. As governor, Tinubu was a polarizing figure, receiving praise for making Lagos one of the most successful economies in Africa, amidst claims he promoted income inequality. He was also surrounded in controversy after his time in Lagos, with claims that Tinubu was involved in drug trafficking and corruption while out of office. There have also been claims of violence and disenfranchisement in multiple voting areas across the country. Just before midnight this Tuesday, a passenger train and a freight collided in Tempe, Greece, resulting in 43 deaths and 57 hospitalizations. Greek Prime Minister Karakos Mitsotakis said the crash was, quote, due to tragic human error, 
and said the accident is, quote, without precedent in our country. The station master of that section of rail has since been arrested, and Greek transportation minister Kostas Karamanoulis resigned, quote, as a basic indication of respect for the memory of the people who died so unfairly. Emergency responders are still sorting through the wreckage and looking for survivors. The Prime Minister announced that a full, independent investigation into the cause of the crash would take place while the government announced the three days of national mourning starting yesterday. Today, expect rain and humidity, with a high of 61 and a low of 31. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Brian Mahundo, Kavya Kamoff, and me. Sound engineered by me and produced under the 147th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, Class of 22. For the Daily Princetonian, I'm Vitus LaRue. Have a wonderful day.